Welcome everyone to the Potential Rates Podcast. My name is Sue Wedsworth, your host, coach, and professor that founded Worth Results to help people maximize their potential and achieve what they want out of life. Today we're going to continue our talk about values, but from the point of view of getting off track. So put away all your distractions and focus on today's lesson because this podcast class is now in session. Last podcast, we spoke about values, those core beliefs that shape your actions and steers you on the right path to where you want to go. We use the analogy of a map to see where you are, to look at it and plan where you want to go and then move in the best direction to go to your destination. It was all very motivational and thought provoking. One of my listeners brought up a great point within our roadmap example. What if the road you're getting on gets blocked? Or what if another path comes up that appears to look better? What do you do then? Well, there's a lot of answers to that question, and it really depends on first, how important was that original destination for you? Second, is there a time issue? For argument's sake, let's just assume that that particular destination you set originally was important enough to be a target that you want to achieve in the first place. And just because we get a block or another path appears, we don't just abandon it. So how do we manage around those? What are we really talking about here? I'm talking about getting off track of what your goal is. What are you setting out to do? What do you stand for? And what do you want to accomplish? That shouldn't be changed or squandered or even delayed for the sake of ease or attractiveness. Of alternatives. I was talking to one of my mastermind group members today and she mentioned on how she had signed up for this business builder session and said yes for this community to join and that community to join and this one to lead and then the next thing you know she's got too much going on. So how do you know what is right to say yes to and what is right to say no to? You need to stay focused on your path and you know what? Some people will ask you to get off track, not on purpose, and it won't seem like that in the beginning, but you need to review what each opportunity that comes before you is presenting and determine, is it going to get me to my destination? Will it really help me? And if not, then say no. Steve Jobs, one of the most successful businessmen out there who ever lived, once said, here at Apple, we are far more proud of the thousands of things we said no to than we are of the handful of things we've said yes to. We believe that the most of us have an addiction to yes, as if allowing for things into your life will somehow make you more successful. The more people and things you add to your plate, the more you have to manage and navigate and the less you will accomplish. That is a great quote. Learning how to stay on that correct path can be challenging for many people. But to optimize the quality of your life, you need to learn to say no to people who act like tour guides or want to introduce you to things that don't align with your values and your path. It's important to have a critical look at each opportunity and make sure you're saying yes to the right things. And if not, these are a few ways to handle it. If I say no, I'm afraid I might be letting you down. And I get that. 
Telling people no doesn't mean you're telling no to the person. This isn't a personal no. Well, unless the person's a jerk or even worse. It is a no to the task. Look at it this way. There's a lot of commitment and energy that it takes to complete a task and your path that you're on. It needs energy and commitment for success. How much energy do you have? Now, I appreciate everyone, especially us women, are superheroes. We are mothers, we are women, we can handle everything. But here's the thing. We should be handling what is truly important. And as mothers and as women, we usually know what that is. Getting off track from our path of what is important with us uses up our energy and slows down our journey. Simply understanding that your focus, your bandwidth, your energy is already committed. And as such, you don't have the remaining necessary energy to go down the other route where they're asking you to go. As such, you will truly let them down. So, that will get you off the hook, but, but also will affirm your work ethic and, and show that person your commitment. Now, I'm not saying that you can't take a pit stop off your path to recharge your batteries now and then, especially if you need to. But remember, it's just a pit stop, a short stop for a reason, not a complete detour. Number two, know the difference between an opportunity and a distraction. Recognizing this distinction be begins by knowing your own personal and professional mission. If you know your destination, then you can say no when someone or something comes along that really distracts you from reaching that destination. If you're in Ontario and you want to go to Walt Disney World in Florida, you don't go to Vancouver, British Columbia first. This strategy will help for those things that interest you at first or even in theory, but don't align with your goals or mission right now. Your goal is to get to Walt Disney World and that's your destination. Then going to Vancouver, while great, especially if you've never been, honestly, it just delays what you really want to accomplish. You need to remember that and keep yourself on track. Number three, what about referring them to someone or someplace else? When you have a problem, it's always best to have a solution. When you say no, refer them to someone or someplace where they can go to get the assistance they want. Ideally, someone that's more suitable for the task or the trip, as it were. Just, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should, especially if it isn't your area of expertise. A few months ago, I agreed to be part of a board of directors for a new women's football league. I thought it would be good exposure to, for me and I really wanted to help a friend. The first meeting, I realized very quickly why this wasn't for me. This wasn't aligned with what I was trying to accomplish and it was completely out of my area of expertise. Now, I could have spent time and energy and trouble researching and getting up to speed and making sure I was up for the task, but at the end of the day, I realized that this isn't really aligned with what I want to accomplish. And I said, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to back out. Number four, you can always say I don't do that. Sometimes the request or the response can be very simple. For example, if someone asks me if I want coffee, I simply say thanks, I don't drink coffee. When they say, well, you'll like my coffee or you'll like this coffee, the answer is very simple. Feel free to have mine because I don't drink coffee. A young hockey player I once coached refused to take a sweet after the game by simply saying I don't eat sugar. I looked at his parents because it kind of shocked me a little kid saying I don't eat sugary sweets and then smiled 
The parents smiled back at me and said, I know, right? He just doesn't eat sugar. So there you go. Number five, propose something else. If you're unable to do something that you're being asked to do, offer them something else instead. If you're a restaurant owner, maybe you can't afford to cater that 5K charity race for free, but you may be able to donate gift certificates instead for the charity to raffle. By proposing something else, you can still build a relationship and keep yourself on your own path. Number six, when you say it, mean it. Be a broken record. Sometimes people don't take no for an answer, and that can be the problem. We can get bullied into going off of that path, especially if the bully is a tour guide that, you know, makes it hard to say no to. Try to be polite, smile, but repeat what you said before. Don't be surprised if you have to repeat yourself several times before people understand that is what you meant. Now, in those above scenarios that I talked about, it would be great if you thank the person for thinking of you first before declining. There's no need to burn any bridges. No one um, can push you or really should be pushing you into something that you really shouldn't be doing. And no can be a great one word sentence. Now, from time to time, we encounter situations where we don't mind burning any bridge. Um, in keeping with my roadmap analogy, we there are places where we're never going to go in that direction anyway. So burning a bridge or a relationship with that tour guide is okay to do. But generally not going down another direction now doesn't mean you can't look to take that path another time. Each response allows you to be polite, honest, and helpful. But if you encounter someone or something that allows you to compromise your values, then a simple and firm no works well. You're not being rude, you're just being honest and truthful to yourself, your path, and to them. One value or saying I've always had is, I will try anything once except drugs. Now, I've had many people over my life challenge that value. No matter what drug is passed around or provided, even if it's now legal or not, I don't waver from that fundamental value. But one time after being razzed for that value from my baseball teammates, I almost gave up. They were talking about the brownies they made, of course, being infused with weed, and I thought, you know, maybe I should try them. I do like brownies, so that's one of my weaknesses, but never tried any of those funny ones. Maybe it may be fun. You know, maybe it'd be fun to relax. I was telling my husband that the team party will have those brownies and just, you know, FYI. And I also mentioned I was thinking I may have one. Well, he got so angry with me. He said, what? Are you kidding me? And he proceeded to basically carve out a piece of me by saying, why would I give up on my values just to fit in? Where is this coming from? Etc. Etc. And he was right. What was I doing? And of course, after hearing all that, he reminded me what was important. And at the party, I didn't. And I didn't even want to when I saw them. It helps to have the right people, the right tour guides to help you and guide you along the path you set for yourself, to keep you in check and stop you from your yourself. 
to remind and support you on your journey, even when you start to question, is this the best path for me? Is it truly where I want to go? The key is the right people. The final word on the subject of saying no so you don't get off track, try not to let yourself feel guilty for saying no, although we love to say yes as often as possible. Sometimes the opportunity cost of saying yes is too great. In these cases, try to be at peace with your decision and remember you're maintaining your path you have chosen. The values you have set for yourself that will lead you to where you want to go are important. And saying no to getting off track allows you to reaffirm yourself that you've made the right decision for you. I'm really liking how this podcast is going and the map it is leading me on. Um, Our next lesson will continue with this and talk about how I think the best support system to have in place for you to keep you on your best path. So make sure you listen to that. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I know there are a lot of choices out there, and I'm so happy you spent your time with me. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a lesson. If you want to talk about your own story or have a specific question to be answered next time, head over to worthresults.com and connect with me. I would love to hear from you. See you next time.